It's the More Than Medicine Podcast with Dr. Chung. Hello and welcome to episode number nine of the More Than Medicine Podcast. In today's episode, I'll be sharing with you a simple three-step technique that I teach my patients and use myself to help reduce stress and worry. But before I go into the technique, just a quick disclaimer, all the information within this podcast is purely for educational and entertainment purposes. Please take any information to your regular doctor to ensure that it is relevant to your... Now, quick recap on the N triple M model for a healthy, happy life. The N stands for nutrition and nutrition in particular means the knowledge, habits and psychology around your food choices. So for example, avoiding that junk food aisle at the supermarket, if you can, will make your life a lot easier and reduce the number of decisions you have to make throughout the day and the week. M stands for movement, and this is not a once-off exercise session, but regular, consistent movement, and in particular, types of movement that you enjoy. The second M stands for mindset. Mindset means how you see the world and how you approach situations, and in particular, the way that certain people can look at the same situation in very different ways. And the final M stands for motivation. Motivation is the driving force behind why you do things. In particular, having reasons that are bigger than yourself are much more motivating than small motivations and short-term motivation. Now, the technique that I'm sharing with you today was learned from a book by a guy called Dale Carnegie called how to stop worrying and start living. So credit needs to be given where credit is due. However, this particular technique has been so useful that I teach it to many of my patients and I try to use it myself whenever I'm caught in a situation where I'm stressed out or worried about a problem that's come up. So as I said, there's three steps and I'm gonna go through this three steps shortly and then I will apply it to a problem that I had in my life a couple of years ago to show you how helpful it was. So the three steps go like this. Let's say you encounter a big problem or even a small problem, but you can't stop thinking about it. The first step is to analyze the situation honestly and figure out what is the worst that could happen and really have a good think about what the worst possible situation could be. This is important because the way our brains work, particularly when we're in an anxious state, is we start to come up with many, many possibilities. And it's this uncertainty that can add to the stress rather than the certainty of one single worst case scenario. So step number one, analyze the situation honestly and figure out what is the worst that could happen. Step number two is reconciling to yourself to accept the worst that can happen. So this means once you've figured out what the worst case scenario is, you need to then look at it and say, I can probably survive that. I can handle this. 
Now, this may not be true in all scenarios, but in the vast majority, the worst case scenario is not as bad as your mind could potentially think of. So let's take this first step and put it into a bit of context with a situation that I faced a couple of years ago. I was reversing out of my driveway early in the morning and I was in a bit of a rush. So I went a bit quicker than usual. And as I was leaving out of my car park, I suddenly heard a really loud crunch and stopped the car, went outside to realize that I had taken out the side of two doors on the passenger side of my car. It looked as if a dinosaur had basically taken a claw and taken out a big piece of metal from the side of the car. Now, understandably, I was pretty distressed and I still had to get to work, so I didn't really have time to reflect on the situation. However, driving on the way to work, all I could think about was, this is terrible, this is the worst thing that could happen, I don't know what's, what I'm going to do about it. Now, once I had a little bit of time to calm down, I decided to try this technique and put it into practice with the first step, which is, what is the worst case scenario that could come out of this situation. So I thought to myself, well, I was a bit worried about how much it was going to cost to repair the car and that perhaps it would be more than what the car was even worth. So potentially the worst case scenario would be that I'd have ridden the whole car off because it wasn't worth repairing the damage that I'd caused. Okay, so if that was the worst case scenario, that meant I would have to be able to tolerate not having a car. So that leads me into the second step. But just reflecting on that made me feel a bit better about the situation because I knew that the absolute worst thing that could happen was not having a car. I hadn't hurt anyone. I wasn't going to go into jail. I wasn't going to die. So once you've done your first step, which is figuring out what the worst is that can happen. You can move on to the second step, which is fully accepting that you will survive what is the worst case scenario. So going back to my example, I then had to think to myself, well, if I didn't have a car, would I be able to survive in this situation? And I realized I could. I mean, Worst case scenario, I could still take public transport. Otherwise, I could potentially borrow a car or perhaps find an easy solution in just buying a new car. So now that I knew, okay, I've found what the worst case scenario is and two, I have been able to accept that this worst case scenario is manageable I'd already reduced my stress about this problem by a huge amount. So the final step is step three. Once you've figured out what the worst case scenario is and you've accepted that particular scenario, you can then start to take steps to improve on that situation. So in my case, I realized, well, I have car insurance. 
I guess I should probably look into that first. And in the end, I took my car to a smash repair place. They had a spare car to hire while I had the car being repaired. And within a few weeks, everything was fixed. Now, of course, I could have come to that conclusion eventually on my own. But the three steps in this technique allowed me to go from a state of being especially anxious and worried to one of calm action. And my hope is that by learning these three steps and applying it into your own life, you can do the same thing. So, as an exercise, take a few moments. You can do this either in your own head or if you have a piece of paper in front of you, write down some of the specifics for a problem or stressful situation that you are currently facing in your life. So start off by thinking about what that particular scenario is. And notice how it makes you feel, both in your mind and in your body. Now, once you've taken that situation, apply the first step. What is the worst case scenario that can come out of this problem? Have a really good think and take a few moments to write it down or bring it up in your own mind. So once you've done that, you will now have the worst case scenario, the bottom of the bottom of what may come out of this situation. Now it may be pretty bad, or you may be surprised that it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. But what's most important is that it's a level of certainty. And it's that certainty that's gonna get you out of this situation of being stressed and anxious. So we then move on to the second step. Have a look at that worst case scenario and decide to yourself that you can fully accept that situation. Now this is easier said than done, but taking into account some of the mindfulness skills that you may have learned through the other episodes of this podcast, start to bring within yourself the understanding that you could get through this worst case scenario. Now let's take a few moments to do that. Really good. And then we move on to the third part of this technique. So you've figured out the worst case scenario. You've accepted that you will get through this particular scenario. And now part three, you can start to take steps to improve on this worst case scenario. So either in your head or on a piece of paper, Start to write down specific actions that you can start to do to improve on this worst case scenario that you've already accepted.
Okay, well done. Now, maybe pick one, two, or maybe three of those actions that you've written down or come up with and find out if you can start to put any of those into practice within the next one or two days. Like any new skill, this is gonna feel a bit awkward or cumbersome when you first start. However, I found it to be particularly useful when you can't stop thinking about a problem. Because often the inability to shut off is because of the lack of certainty. And that's what this particular technique provides. So start with maybe small situations. For example, getting a parking fine or uh, a slight argument that you had with one of your colleagues at work. And then as you get better at doing this, you will start to be able to apply it to the bigger problems that you might be facing in your life. And once you've learned this skill, you can then really face any problem without feeling completely overwhelmed because you've already figured out what the worst can happen and you've already realized that you can handle it and survive it. And from there, it's just a matter of making it a bit better. So thanks for joining me for episode number nine of the More Than Medicine podcast. I hope you found it helpful and please take care. It's the More Than Medicine podcast with Dr. John.